This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies. Hey, brothers and sisters, I pray you're having a great day today. Stay encouraged, stay uplifted, stay in the building of your relationship with our Heavenly Father, God Almighty, and continue to follow the one that they call Jesus Christ is he will change your life. I'm a walking testimony of that. And I know what he did in my life, he can do in yours. So give him a chance. If you are a non-believer, then find out what you've been missing. As the relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ, is the most powerful relationship that I've ever had. And I hope that you continue to invest your time into that. Something that I want to continue to update you on that you may not have been aware of, but we've been reporting about the Panama Papers for years when they first came out and we started, you know, researching to find anybody that was actually, you know, reporting the actual information that is real. Because there's a lot of cover-up happening. Because, brothers and sisters, this is some of the biggest drops of corruption and and economic crimes against countries that's ever been uh, published. The Panama Papers are 11.5 million leaked documents that were published beginning on April 3, 2016. The papers detail financial and attorney-client information for more than 214,488 offshore entities. The documents, some dating back to the 1970s, were created by and taken from former Panamanian offshore law firm and corporate service provider Mozak uh, Fonseca and compiled with similar leaks into a searchable database. Now, as that has happened, we have been seeing many different news entities that have been providing real information about what's been going on. Now, when you look into this, you're going to have to, you know, there's there's companies, there's entities, there's there's, you know, journalistic groups that have been doing the heavy lifting in relation to the analysis of these documents. Now, always I encourage everybody to go and research it themselves because seeing is believing. And when you look at the Panama Papers and the ICJ, what is it called? Let me see. One second. I don't want to miss the ICIJ team. This is the largest investigation in journalistic history. The International Consortium of Investigative Journalists has taken this on and has really been peeling through the documents in layers and layers and layers. We have uh, been on their email list since November of 2022. And I just want to read you some of the headlines 
to consider since we've been a part of their news list. First, on 11-10-2022, inspired by ICIJ, French magazine XXI to publish special edition on tax havens. This is huge because once you start understanding these systems of corruption that these global criminal cabal, psychopath, Luciferians have been using, you start seeing it for what it really is. Let's see, 11-14-2022, the Shadow Diplomats investigation finds accused terror financers, arms traffickers, and drug runners among hundreds of rogue diplomats. Now, just, let's just get into this for a second. ICIJ investigations have long uncovered the illicit and harmful activities of international figures operating at the nexus of power, privilege, and secrecy. Over the years, a little-known niche in the global elite has repeatedly surfaced in leaked documents and scattered news reports of ongoing and scandal around the world, a type of diplomat known as an honorary consul. Honorary consuls, spelled C-O-S-U-L-S, are largely unregulated volunteer diplomats who work from their home countries to promote the interest of foreign governments winning them some of the same protections and perks provided by career diplomats. In the Shadow Diplomats investigation, ICIJ worked with uh, ProPublica and 59 media partners to identify at least 500 current and former honorary consuls who have been accused of crimes in, or embroiled in controversy. Quote, they are basically... They basically move stuff with impunity, and no one is ever going to bust them. You're flat, you flash your diplomatic passports, no questions asked, end quote, says David Asher, a former advisor to the Department of Defense. Now, as I said, I encourage you to go and look into this. We're going to try to work. We're going to put the, the link into some of these reports into the description in the podcast that you, that's only available at neo420.com under talks. And then under podcast, you'll be able to get this episode. We're going to title it the Panama Papers and much, much more. So we'll be looking for that. Another title from these articles all the way back in November 2022, leaked files reveal Kenahan drug cartels bosses bid to build a safe haven. And it just goes on. Again, in November 22, 2022, Interpol arrest warrant issued for Angolan billionaire Isabel dos Santos. Um there's so many of these, I'm telling you, it's it's unbelievable. Um Let's go into December 29th, 2022. Oh no, January 11th, 2023. U.S. and majority of governments look the other way despite rising threat of rogue um, diplomats. Explore shadow diplomats documents. And then we keep looking at more countries shape up diplomatic cores after shadow uh, diplomats revelations. Uh, January, Lunda leaks and Uber files continue to yield big impact across borders. If you didn't know, Uber was a planned destruction of a lot of countries' finances, and they did it with no uh, restrictions, no 
reluctance because they just simply continued to push all of this into these these criminal elements. So it's imperative that you go and and keep looking at this information because it is real. It is live. It is is actual. It's happening. Um. Uh, March twenty third, two thousand twenty three. Like having a heap of cocaine in the middle of the room. Met in a, meet Nepal's collections investigation. I mean, these people are, this is how they continue to corrupt all of these entities as they go around with these parties and these bribes, sexual favors, money, position, power. That's how they continue to do the scams that they did. Um, I'm not going to go over any more of these really until the most recently. Let's see. Uh, August 30th, 2023, Nigerian president appoints new minister accused of helping a former dictator launder looted billions. Uh, Gabon's president, Ali Bongo, whose offshore wealth was exposed in the Panama Papers, has been ousted. Um... This one is big because these are families that you probably have never heard of. Lindemann family returns 33 long-sought ancient statutes to Cambodia. American billionaire George Lindemann's stockpile of Kimmer relics was once held as among, quote, the greatest collections of Southeast Asian art in private hands, end quote. Well, his daughter that has a home in San Francisco entered the United States through the Merkley world of antiquities trading. These family members, like I keep telling you, keep doing the crimes of their predecessors, which is their parents or their grandparents, and they do that for one, because of the prestige and wealth that they're accumul- they've accustomed to, but secondly, to cover up the crimes. And this family is one that you really need to look into, because... Uh, the daughter of George uh, Lindemann, her name is Sloan Lindemann, and her husband, they are some interesting people that you need to pay attention to. Both of them are from some of these criminal families. They join together like they often do, and it's because they want to maintain their secrecy and their positions of power so you can't marry outside the group. And that's shown again with this group. And they always do it with their hyphenated names. Sloan Linderman Barrett and her husband with a number of empty pedestals. <laughs> they are shown in this, you know, they buy these multi-million dollar homes. They, they, they live in decadence. And it's all from, from criminal aspects of things that they do. This is not from something of their success. This is from them covering their crimes. It's unbelievable um, what these people do because they have like no remorse for it. It's just unbelievable. But... Uh, when you start understanding this, this is what helps you understand of how the McCain family and the Pelosi family and the Romney family and the uh, the Obamas and the Clintons 
And all of them do these things because they keep selling us out for a little bit of money, a little bit of prestige, and they, they get these positions. This is the this is the really the, the main point of this. These criminals get these positions because they go along with the criminality that their masters require them to obey. That's the, the real point that you need to understand here. These people are bad people. They're weak, evil-hearted, evil-spirited people. And then they get an opportunity to do bad, and they do it. That's the difference between me and them. That's the difference between me and you and them. We, you and I, don't care about that type of stuff. We want our families to be happy and healthy. We want our families to have success. We want our friends to be successful and happy. But see, it's hard to do that whenever you've got these systems of control built against you. All of these things that you've seen through social media and social engineering is exposing you to show you that this is a marketing scheme that is used by these criminal elites. And there's thousands of these people. That's the reason it's so easy for them to continue to manipulate us is because the fake media, fake news, to which is a mouthpiece for them, tells us to look over here, tells us to look over there, while there's another component of their global criminal cabal doing another exercise. That is what has happened over the years is because they have been paid. They have been stealing from us. They've been taking contracts from us for war. These are war profiteers. These are people who create terrorism in order to bring in a security state that's brought in by software development technology to which their their criminal cabal owns. This is all a system of control that is bringing in the New World Order officially as a one-world government managed assets by a few people to govern the whole world. This is Luciferians, brothers and sisters. If you don't understand this, this is dark, demonic, psychopath people that want to enslave everybody else under them because they are narcissist egomaniacs that are Luciferian. They don't believe in God. They want to be your God and want you to believe in them as a God. That's just like what Mao Zedong did in the Chinese Communist Party in the in China back in 48, 49, right after they brought to you to the world Hitler, after they brought to you uh, uh, John uh, Lennon, after they brought to you Stalin, they brought all of these maniac people to the world, allowed some of them to exist, brought some of them down, allegedly, but really moved them over with Operation Paperclip. This is what you need to understand. These dots of factual basis, not the opinions of these fake people that are out here like Ivan Raiklin that goes around the country as an ex-Green Beret official with all these years to where he's been in there. He's being paid with these people. Now he's taking your money through a sub stack and all these other things to go and grift you to go over to produce content and put it in front of you and your people there at the patriotic events whenever he's the one that's lying to you because his timeline starts in March 2020, completely forgetting about October 18th through the 27th when the world military games were happening in Wuhan, China. At the same time, early that week, Event 201 was happening in New York with Bill and Melinda Gates' tax uh, haven 
that they created as a foundation that's an offshoot of IBM that is connected back to the Nazis that were there in World War II in conjunction with the World Economic Forum that is legitimately controlled by Nazis. Klaus Schwab is the son of a Nazi that was right up under Hitler. And then you've got the John Hopkins University, which is a CIA asset. Brothers and sisters, we are the only ones that have been talking this from day one and not varying. And we've been the only ones that have been exposing that Ashley Babbitt, that veteran that allegedly got shot during January 9th, has not been shot at all. She was part of the psychological operation to pull at the strings of patriots. And for Ivan Raikland to continue to repost that for Judicial Watch and Tim, up there, or whatever his name is, Tom, to repost that. That's how you know that these are criminal assets because they continue to grift you with misinformation combined with some of the truth. That's how they get close to you. That's how they gain your credibility. That's how they gain your trust. And that's how they continue to drift you away from what actually needs to be done. This is controlled opposition from the inside. And these people know it. Bring them to justice permanently. No, no public official should ever keep their benefits or their retirement after they have become a traitor. Ivan, you're one of them, and my, my goal in life is to see you put in Gitmo for life. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies.